Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. My name is Whitney McDonald and I'm the deputy editor of Bank Automation News. Joining me today is John Briscoe, chief executive of software as a service company Coherent. He's here to discuss data risk model and how AI will play a role in risk mitigation and future operational processes at banks. Fantastic. My name is John Briscoe. I'm the CEO and founder of Coherent. Uh, Coherent is the world's leading spreadsheet to code uh, enterprise B2B SaaS business. Uh, We were created five years ago, uh, uh, basically now a worldwide presence with uh, over 11 different locations. And we work with over 120 financial services organizations, banks, insurers, asset managers across the globe. Great. Thank you. Now, if you could talk through just the importance of managing data model risk, especially post SVB, First Republic Bank, Signature Bank, we all know what happened in the past couple of months. Maybe just talking through that importance and where Coherent can fit in. Well, I think just in general, given obviously we've been in a situation for the last two years where there's been increased market volatility. Uh, across the globe via a variety of macro events, some outside of control, obviously, like the war in, in Ukraine, but then a number which have been created by just rising sort of financial sort of pressures, obviously interest rates, as well as fears of recession, uh, particularly in North America, has meant that there's been an incredible sort of intensity and focus on the stability and accuracy of how banks uh, are really sort of sort of forecasting their risk and stress appetite across their whole model portfolio. Uh, and I think this has been something which regulators have been starting to really focus on heavily uh, to understand how just how well uh, understood is the sort of risk sort of simulations and scenarios across the variety of models which exist across different parts of a financial institution. Uh, and I think obviously what's happened with the likes of SBB and some some other notable sort of challenges is that, quite frankly, there, there appears to be gaps uh, in understanding uh, the real-time impacts of of various sort of model uh, complexities, as well as model simulations, as well as model uh, what I call synergies, where there's models talking to other models. Uh, and I believe that uh, there's obviously going to be an increasing focus from regulators to try and make sure that this becomes much more powerful, much more um, governed within organisations to hopefully avoid some of the challenges and mistakes which have happened over over the last couple of months and and even arguably in the past before as well. So within that management and governance and ensuring that you are monitoring your risk, where can technology fit in to be sure that you are monitoring your risk appetite um, and, and hopefully avoiding this type of turbulence within your own institution? Look, I think that the reality is is an incredible amount of uh, data tools and data modeling which happens across financial institutions uh, across uh, every continent and a variety of different sort of programming languages as well as tools are used. So clearly 
There's some more of the sophisticated programming languages like the likes of Python or R, which get used quite heavily across financial institutions. But quite frankly, the most most utilized tool, and I think everyone kind of still recognizes this, is the usage of spreadsheets, which exists across nearly every part of the financial institution value chain. And that's where obviously a lot of the model logic, model calculations and model sort of connectivity um, really sort of rests. And I think regulators are wanting to have a much heavier focus now on not only the creation of tools and making sure that there's obviously improved ownership around who can get access to those tools, but how are you doing improved testing and governance as well as updating of those sort of models and logics ongoing moving forward? Uh, And I think that's where the technology uh, that is really being looked at in financial institutions is focusing on and uh, essentially not just thinking about creation of models, but actually the end-to-end governance auditability, as well as uh, ensuring accuracy of data flowing through those models. So clearly, uh, Coherent is a business which is playing into that space. Uh, we're bringing a unique capability around the whole spreadsheet management capability of model risk management. Uh, uh, but we're one of obviously various other sort of tools which complement each other to help solve these problems which financial institutions have. Great. Now, when talking through technology and what role it can play, of course, right now in the time that we're in, artificial intelligence is definitely a buzzword that we keep hearing. Can you talk through how AI can aid in risk mitigation? I think that's a really interesting question, Winnie, in terms of uh, generative AI, obviously there's incredible hype and and obviously excitement around the potential of the the intelligence as well as new opportunities that uh, that sort of capability is going to provide. But ultimately, it is going to act as an accelerator for unlocking lots of internal and external data, connecting it together in order to provide actionable sort of insights which can provide monetary and competitive advantage. But at the same time, I think there's going to be a heavy focus from regulators and senior management teams of how can we actually be sure that the kind of recommendations or insights provided by generative AI is is actually accurate, has been compiled in the right way and can be justifiably sort of um, essentially uh, executed with auditability to regulators and external parties when decisions are being made. So what I think you'll see is there's going to be a, a kind of unique sort of paradigm of different types of capabilities and technologies created in order to cater for that. And one side, you're going to have the the kind of real sort of model accelerator type technologies, which are going to be helping power models more powerfully, uh, bring in different data sources to accelerate learnings in order to kind of obviously uh, really sort of expand the modeling potential of a financial service institution, while on the same side, you're going to have similarly powerful technology really verifying the accuracy as well as the validations coming from those sort of queries as well as those those sorts of intelligence. And they'll both have to sync in order to enable an end-to-end workflow 
Uh, and I think, again, this is where uh, our belief is there's still going to be an incredible amount of spreadsheets still in existence catering for that workflow moving forward, but also ensuring that obviously information can be validated and showcased to the relevant sort of regulatory as well as audit parties, which financial institutions simply have to serve towards. Yeah, I think that the workflow is definitely something to break out. Um, AI, of course, across a financial institution, there can be several use cases there, risk mitigation being one, uh, backend processing being being another. Um, so throughout the institution, but as you said, the, the regulators are obviously going to be monitoring that very closely as well. And as we've heard, um, wondering if we can, I mean, take a step back here, Talk through some, and you don't have to name any names, but any coherent clients that are doing this well right now, monitoring risk, um, taking a step uh, forward in, in using these types of technology to make sure that they have these processes in place. Yeah, so we're, we're fortunate that we, we are working with some of the largest financial institutions in the world. So uh, some of the the top 10 banks as well as top 10 asset managers and insurers of ours are clients. And I think every one of those institutions always outlines that uh, risk management is a continual sort of investment as well as a continual sort of iteration. Nobody will ever turn around and say that they've got it right 100% because the reality is, is that business circumstances as well as business sort of challenges are continually changing. Uh, so what we're seeing is therefore, uh, I, I think, an, an, an acknowledgement that people always have to be stepping to the next level of capabilities in order to improve their model management, improve their risk processes, improve their workflow automation uh, in order to kind of make sure that they comply with various regulatory standards as well as practices. Like, like for example, just recently, uh, I think the Bank of England has just released the new CP622 uh, standard on model risk management, which essentially many banks operating on obviously the, the Bank of England jurisdiction uh, are going to have to comply with moving forward. And that's going to mean for many of those institutions quite a significant uplift around in terms of governance, testing, auditability, as well as uh, attestation of models uh, within their environment. Uh, and that's on top of things such as the BAL framework and various other sort of operational guidelines, which are continually facing banks. So uh, it never stops. It always has to evolve. So what you're trying to do with the institutions that we work with is how can you figure out ways to effectively have much more systemic ways across the business in order to manage some of these challenges versus random point solutions which actually sometimes create more issues than not so uh, i think that's where the thinking's going particularly large institutions and then when you go into the more regional size banks obviously the, the shock of what's happened with svb and some others has meant that all of a sudden i think they've got an incredible focus on wanting to um transform their their whole model risk as well as data sort of capabilities within their institutions uh, and we've seen incredible demand there uh, and a number of regional banks are coming on as clients uh, based on some of the circumstances which have been having i think there's one element of model management which is obviously on the risk side and then you, and obviously the generative ai side around what the future of that's going to mean 
But I think still, which is an incredible opportunity for organisations, is the complete untapped IP which sits within their data and model sets today, particularly as it sits in either tools like spreadsheets or things like Python, uh, where the reality is, is that some of that logic which has been created by very seasoned and experienced teams within institutions often is quite trapped and siloed. So uh, model management isn't just about risk management, but it's also about opportunity management around how can you unlock that intelligence in a much more scalable way uh, within your within your kind of financial services institution. And I think that's where uh, the opportunity lies for some of uh, the, uh, the, the organizations that we're working with, as well as some that we hope to work with, is that as the markets hopefully rebound over the next year odd, uh, Yes, risk will always be important. Yes, control and automation will always be important. But how to kind of use your data intelligence and data IP to a much level, much greater level, I think is going to be the other frontier which banks are uh, going to particularly focus on. And on one element, there's obviously been investments in, in big technology platforms like uh, data lakes as well as uh, big cloud sort of spend. But still nobody's unlocked the whole spreadsheet paradigm around all the data that sits there. And I think the institutions which figure that out, along with some of the generative AI capabilities, are the ones who are going to truly win moving forward. And I think that's a hugely sort of uh, exciting area for financial institutions to obviously take advantage of, but for technology companies like ourselves to obviously be part of that journey as they really sought to unlock that and untap that potential. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Thank you for your time and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news.